Welcome to another episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. This week's guest is Nikki. Nikki is a delightful lady who I met on Tumblr, I think, a long time ago and didn't realize it was her until we started recording. Uh, but she has a unabashed love for the Soul series. She does a lot of PvP, and it's just a really great time throughout the entire episode. Quick note, um, she actually went back and finished a bunch of Bloodborne stuff, so like Brian's episode way back when, this episode has an extra bonus section at the end, so make sure you listen for a few seconds after the main episode ends for that special bonus section. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. Dark Souls series blog for like since I got into Dark Souls 2. So. Oh, nice. Thank you. That uh, I should probably do more with that blog. Like, I just, I don't, I don't. It's hard because of the weird like delay in players met for three. Yeah. So. And the, and the fact like, that like I... you don't. Everyone uses like a lot of most people I see like on streams and stuff and videos use their character name as opposed to their like PSN yeah. profile name, like the. Oh, but I found you can actually set to see people's PSN ID you can. instead of their character mm-hmm. name. Uh, but I don't think I started doing. I don't that. think anybody does that. <laughs> like I do that, but I don't think so. Either. <laughs> I mean, my second character's name is Poopsmith, so I hope people just do names so they see <laughs> that I have Poopsmith. <laughs> Poopsmith is a great name. Like if you had the uh, like a large club from uh, Dark Souls One that oh, actually God. does yeah. poop damage and throwing dung pies at everybody, that's oh. a good name. I did throw poop at somebody because they were like this weird like blood like bleed build and I was getting so annoyed with them that I started throwing poop. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I should I should definitely do more with the haters blog. I just haven't gotten a, I I just don't get a lot of hate mail anymore and I don't do a lot of the PvP in Dark Souls three. Um I'm this week that um to completely date this podcast, this week is the return to Lordran week, so Oh, I might yeah. uh, might boot up the old Dark Souls one on 360 slash Xbox One and see if I can. I should I should just jump back into my old file and make a new character. Like I got, shoot, I can't remember how far I got. I was oh I had to go to Blight Town. I was like I don't want to deal with this shit. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Literally, so I don't want to deal with this shit. I just stopped. <laughs> Like, I tried going down into, like, catacombs. I'm like, nope, scary skeletons. And then Blight Town. Like, hmm, I'm just going to start a new file on Dark Souls 2. <laughs> and that was, like, two years ago. <laughs> so was Dark Souls 2 your, your first Souls game? Yes. It was my very first Souls game. And uh, a friend of mine was actually like, hey, Nikki, have you heard of Dark Souls? I'm like, yeah, you know, it's hard. He's like, no, no, play, t- play 2. Here, borrow my copy. And, uh... Four days later, I'd ordered my own on eBay. Like, I made sure I got, like, an unopened special tin case because I was so in love with this game. (laughs) Nice. You got this collector's edition imported from Japan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, like, I need this. This is my life now. And it was like I'd go to work, come home at, like, 5, and play until midnight. Wow. That was my life for, like, three months have you had you been exposed to the souls games before that like was was that like so you hadn't played dark or demon at that point no i had not like it was my very first souls game uh 
with demons, I remember like Atlas would be sending out like you know newsletters being like, "Hey, play this really hard game and die." I was like, "I don't. Doesn't sound like a good time." Uh, no, thank you. So I just stayed away from it. And uh, they're promoting it as like a horror game too, and I don't do horror games at all. I'm just like, uh, I don't want to do this. But uh, with Dark Souls too, it's like, wait, this armor is really neat. I can be a knight. I can beat up some guys. This is fantastic. And, uh, what what kind of games were you playing like around the time that you picked up Dark Souls Two? I was playing a lot of like Final Fantasy. Like I love RPGs, but I'm notoriously bad at starting like three different games and never finishing them. <laughs> so like I still need to finish uh, Final Fantasy Seven, <laughs> and I love that game. So hey, I I can just... identify with that. I was trying to stream my first playthrough of Final Fantasy Seven, and. Uh... <laughs> I think I got to like where everybody tells me the world opens up, and I I just haven't gone back to it. Yet. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to me. I was like, mm, I got stuck in some town and didn't realize I could just leave. But I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, I'm done playing this game. Did you have a problem but, uh, when you picked up Dark Souls Two, just adapting to the like just the controls and the like the way that you move your character around in the combat? Uh, not so. It's like it felt really good and. Like, I mean, I died a lot in the beginning and was kind of down about that, but, like, beating the giant, I felt so accomplished. Like, nobody helped me because I couldn't find any summon signs, and I was just like, oh my god, I did it. I beat the first boss on my own. I didn't use, like, I didn't know you could get uh, an NPC phantom to help you, and it was just the best feeling in the world. Like, this hard thing, I did it. I, I'm stuck. I'm stuck with Souls games in my life. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. Like I can't like that's that kind of story usually doesn't come out. Like usually, what I hear on this podcast is like, yeah, I picked it up and then I threw my controller across the room and I didn't play it for another two years. <laughs> so it's nice that you like picked it up and like immediately clicked with it and just like did the thing. Yeah, it was so different. It was refreshing coming from like just you know a bunch of turn-based rpgs it's like oh yeah this is this is action this is kind of this... i think i'd also been playing like a lot of assassin's creed and it's like this is so much better than the assassin's creed controls you so, know it's, it's funny it's you mentioned that because good. when i got into dark souls like i remember very specifically trying to control it like i think that was around the era of like assassin's creed 2 or brotherhood or something like that and trying to mm -hmm. control it that way and just instantly failing over and over again because <laughs> you, you have yeah, to be way yeah. more considered so like just recently i uh after beating dark souls 3 i went to try and play some assassin's creed and i'm like trying to change items I'm like what how do i do this what am i playing <laughs> yeah i get uh i was like jumping off buildings and dying all the time it's like wait no that's just Dark Souls-itis, man. Like, it's it's one of those things where you, you you play so much Dark Souls that it ruins other video games for you. Like, you pick it up and it you're does, like, though. why am I playing this when I have Dark Souls on my hard drive? I don't, like, I have so many games I could be playing. And I'll just be like, mm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do PvP for four hours. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, uh, July was my big pvp month i was like all right i've got two characters i made my new one kept him relatively low level uh i got to the pvp hot spot sitting at around like level 80 and i would just play from like nine until two in the morning wow, this was, <laughs> was uh awful. dark souls two or three 
three. three. So this, this is this year that you're talking about, okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really get into PvP much with uh, 2, because I was bad at it. I was super, super bad at it, but I still loved it. Like, the idea was really cool. And uh, I tried so hard to get good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Dragon Bros, like, the whole idea, but... I'd always get summoned into like these crazy magic user tryhards, fully buffed, and they'd backstab me the second I arrived. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Dark Souls too. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like, good time. Go put your sign down on the bridge and just die instantly right afterwards. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very disheartening, but you got if you push through it, those victories you get feel so good and so sweet. But it doesn't matter. That's the thing about PvP across, and this goes for I think all of the games. Um, maybe not so much Bloodborne because I'm not super into the PvP on Bloodborne. But um, like, yeah, it's one of those things. Like people would ask me, like, why, you know, how did you, how do you make invading fun? Like I just invade or I, and I die immediately, and I'm like, well, you just, you just got to keep doing it <laughs> until you don't die. Yeah. The first time that you don't <laughs> die and you win, you'll be hooked and you'll just be willing to die another hundred times to get the feeling when you win just the once. Yeah, see, I need to um, try more invasions because I'm afraid to invade, actually. <laughs> I just do, like, the honor duels, and the second somebody heals, I whip out, you know, the plus 10 S-Doc and just start doing really cheap tactics <laughs> on them. <laughs> just to, like, move forward a little bit, catch them in their role, and they start panicking and just, like, stunlock them endlessly and they freak out. Fantastic. You seem like you're pretty plugged into the uh, like the the community around Dark Souls. Like, are you do you follow videos and streamers and things like that a lot? I I do. Well, I try to. Um, I used to be really into the Reddit community back when uh, Dark Souls Two was out. I I was like a few months behind when that came out, but I jumped into the community and was having a lot of fun. And not so much with three. I haven't really been doing too much with the community since 3 came out which is kind of sad because I, I like the Dark Souls community it's probably one of the more uh, welcoming video game communities I've encountered just with how everybody's so oh no you, you got stuck at this boss you gotta keep going you gotta keep going keep trying mm -hmm. I'll help you if you need help just tell me I will come and help you I want you to enjoy this thing that I love and it's, it's great <laughs> it's good that the reddit community is like that like i know a couple of the mods yeah. over there and I'm, I'm glad that they keep that place pretty clean because a lot of my idea of the dark souls community is you know as we were talking about dark souls haters earlier is that like i'm sitting <laughs> in my, on my couch at nine o'clock at night and i invade a guy and then all of a sudden i get like a homophobic message in my inbox like what did you just call me oh <laughs> like, my god yeah just endless yeah it's bad <clears throat> it's not it's, it's, so it's the worst side of that community it really is i kind of <laughs> really? the more the longer the time goes on the more embarrassed about that side i am <laughs> it's like depressing and entertaining at the same time which is pretty awful exactly yeah so when you you, you played did you play all of two like the, your first time before switching to the other games like did you go through the whole thing and all of the dlc and all of that yeah, two, well, see, I got two probably, like, two or three months after it came out, and then I just played it all the way through, um, started a new character, played all the way through, and then uh, my brother got into it. He was like, I, I got Dark Souls 2, but I'm not sure if I really want to play it. I'm like, no, I will, I will start a new character, and I will hold your hand through this entire game. <laughs> and uh, he had probably 20 hours 
gameplay ahead of me by the time I started my character and I caught up with him in like four hours. <laughs> yeah, if you know what and you're doing, it goes spent, quick. Yeah, and we spent a lot of time trolling uh, bell keepers. That was a lot of fun. Man, that um, especially like the first six months after Dark Souls 2 came out, like that those bellkeeper covenants were oh my God, just so, like they were so random and like crazy and weird and fun. Like it was so fun. It was like such a horrible experience going through it, and then it's like, oh, there's three of them, one of me. So it became this thing where uh, my brother and I, we would set up our TVs next to each other and be in the same room playing over the summer, and then uh, we'd just wait. We'd wait for somebody to invade us, <laughs> and we'd just be like, hello, friend, we are here. <laughs> And whenever we'd beat them, we'd run and ring their bell and start tossing Varigas. <laughs> just to, like, we were, we were mean. We were so mean. <laughs> that is awesome. The, the idea of, like, the two TVs side by side and you guys, like, yeah. strategizing to kill these people just cracks me up like nothing else. <laughs> it was, like, so good. We even staged, like, a fake fight. Like, I put on my phantom ring and he gets invaded and I'm taking some swings at him, and the guy's like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, there's two of us now, and he runs in for my brother, and then I backstab him. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, the most beautiful moment ever for me. Oh, that is that is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> and then after that, I spent probably a month as a bellkeeper, so I could max out the covenant, and that was a horrible, horrible time, but I loved every second of it. Yeah, it's... Yeah, trying to max out the PvP covenants in that game were it's just a misery. Like, I mean, the Bloodbro Covenant. Oh, yeah. I've talked about it before, but oh, like, I stayed away from it. I couldn't do I it. I got to rank two. Um, oh my! God. But even that was only because. And you want to talk about cheap tactics? Like, I don't know if you remember when um, <laughs> bef they patched this eventually, but at some point you could get a bat staff, and if you cast uh, poison oh, fog God. with the bat staff, like the poison would proc twice. So it was basically insta poison anybody from across the map. Yeah. That's horrible, but I love it. <laughs> At least I, I would so do that if I'd known. <laughs> I'm so mad. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very bad, and uh, that was most of my wins. And oh man, the hate mail that would come in from people. You cheap magic using, <laughs> da, 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 da. like it was, and 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 deserved hate mail too. Like I'll I'll own that. Like that was oh, that was yeah. the worst. Yeah. yeah. I like this. Getting stuff, the dessert tape mail is good. Yeah, yeah. I I like broken builds in Dark Souls though. Like I think that you know, like everyone talks about how magic is broken in Dark Souls one, and it and it is, but it still takes a little time mm -hmm. to get there. Like you have to put the work in to make it broken. But and when you do, like it's right. very satisfying when that power shift changes. I could never play as a magic user. Like I would try. Like all right, I wanna. Cause my friend would be imagine used to be like yeah i just one shot this guy in pvp i'm like ooh, that sounds fun i want to one shot people <laughs> but i could just never like i don't know magic's not my thing i'm i like doing strength builds i was just about just to ask like what are your up. what are your normal builds that you go with in these games uh i try and well strength is usually what i go for because i like the big swords i'm a sucker for the ultra great swords i love them even though they're they tend to be garbage after a while but uh the idea of a strength faith build sounds good, but they always like nerf the crap out of the good news. Yeah, absolutely. Like lightning spear. 
Um, in two, before they did the second nerf of Lightning Spear, that was my uh, Estus Punisher, because they I'd see them pull out the Estus and I'd just throw a Lightning Spear and they'd crumble to the ground. Like, there you go. That's what you get, friend. <laughs> I get too hyper-competitive with PvP. It's awful. And I'm, like, not competitive in other games. It's only Dark Souls. I'm just like, yeah, what? What? <laughs> right? Like It brings like... out a really dark side in me. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear you say that. Like, that is uh, that is me to a T. Like, I barely ever played multiplayer games at all. Yeah. Like, unless it was, like, cooperative stuff or, like, racing games or some garbage like that. But, like, something about Dark Souls. When I hit Dark Souls 1 and started to get into PvP, like... It, it brought out a bad side like <laughs> yeah like i just get mean um, i was on the phone with a friend a few months ago and i was doing dark souls pp and she's talking to me and we're having a good time and all of a sudden it's like oh my god this motherfucker i'm gonna fight his summon side i'm just gonna bring him back and i'm gonna kick his fucking ass and she's just like whoa Nikki, you need to calm down there friend. I'm like no you don't understand i've got the ring i'm gonna roll through his stupid orbs and he's gonna shit himself and you know he did I rolled through his stupid orbs and I found him and he started panic rolling. I'm like, oh, this is good. This is so good. <laughs> so yeah, I, it takes me to a very dark place. <laughs> no, that's... It's embarrassing. It's it's, But it's not, though. Like, it's something about the game that, like, brings that kind of... I think that's an interesting thing because I know, like, obviously the two of us and then, like, I know other people who, like, play PvP and, they're, and then, like, who are perfectly nice people, but, like, they start th thinking of all this evil shit that they can do and they just can't <laughs> resist. And I think that's a really interesting thing that the game does to people. Yeah, it's it's good. I love it. It's so bad. And <laughs> it's so, It feels so good. <laughs> it does. And then I, I love being a sun bro and helping people through hard levels, mm -hmm. especially, like, levels that I had a really tough time with i'll go back and just camp out for like two three hours helping people because like i don't want you to suffer the fate that i suffered through i want to help you friend let me help you and that's also a really good feeling what's a uh what's a what's an example of a level that you had a lot of difficulty with i had a lot of difficulty getting through uh the aldrich faithful area mm -hmm. in three i would get down to uh the two dogs leading to the bonfire uh, to get to the covenant. And every time I get down those that ladder and start fighting a dog, I get invaded by like three Aldrich faithful. And it was awful. I hated every second of it. And I didn't want to do offline because I was afraid of the dogs. I'm like, I can't, I can't beat this guy alone. And then finally I lucked out and got like two guys to come with me and we did it and we fended off the covenant members. So I stayed there and was helping people beat those damn dogs because <laughs> that was a trouble spot for a lot of people. I You're think. talking about like the uh, like the the, er the area where you climb down the ladder behind the illusory wall with the two like lizard yeah, dog things. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, those awful, cool, cool dogs. But the tiny little gaping dragon pups. Yeah. yeah, it's just you step out too far and then the other one comes for you. So you have two. And Aldrich Faithful coming at you for a backstab. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that letter has become like the uh, like the Three Stooges of Dark Souls PvP, though. Like right, right at release, people would just sort of like, and I, I adopted it immediately as soon as I saw it. Like you could run over there and like get on the ladder, and they would like chase you over and yes. fall down and die. It was great. I love it. I actually had a guy kick me off that ladder. I was like, oh, I forgot you can attack on ladder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stamina management is very awesome. important on a ladder. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> one of my uh, favorite, and I don't, I don't know why I'm talking about myself on a podcast. I'm supposed to be interviewing you, but uh, one of my <laughs> favorite videos that I've ever done is I managed to get somebody to trigger karmic justice in Dark Souls 1 while we were both on a ladder. <laughs> and it was, it's just like... Like, it explodes, and then, like, they do that whole animation. Like, the game had no idea how to handle the animation. Like, it's it's the falling off the ladder animation, but it's only, like, two feet. But he, like, immediately goes vertical and is, like, waving his hands and legs. Like, it was... <laughs> oh, my God. It was pretty dumb looking. It sounds yeah. magical, though. Pretty dumb looking. Um, but fun. <laughs> A lot of fun. Of course. So, are you primarily... Like, you, you mentioned that you got into it pretty close to release. Are you playing Dark Souls on PC or console, or...? Uh, console. console mostly. I've got, yeah, I got my PlayStation Four specifically for popcorn. Literally, the question actually. I was about to ask. So that's that's yet another person <laughs> that paid four hundred fifty dollars for a video game. <laughs> yes, but then I realized, oh, Dark Souls Three will come out soon, so it it's my soul's machine, basically. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine if you will, if they can remaster Dark Souls One and they remastered Demon's Souls, think, you could have all of the Souls game on one console. That'd be so cool. I know. I, I'd be all over it. I'd just throw my money at them. Plus all Lords the of the Fallen. Have, exactly. So you could you could play all six yeah. of the best Souls games. <laughs> yeah. It would be good. Absolutely. Just having everything on one console would be great. I keep my uh, PS3 plugged in just so I can go back to Dark Souls 2. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I have uh, the port, the PS4 port of it, but it feels clunkier for some reason. Maybe it's just the enemy placement and they made it more difficult, but, like, the, my movement felt a little too clunky. I don't know if that's just my TV or what, because I'll go back to, uh, to the PS3 and it's like, oh, I'm doing fine in PvP. I can win some, lose some, but PvP the PS4, it's like, wow. My timing is so god awful. What's going on? Yeah, weird. But maybe I'm just too low of a level. That could be it too. So well, I mean, the, I'll just need to stick with the, it. the you know the doubling of the frame rate can really affect your reflexes when it comes yeah. to parrying and things like that. Like I had a lot of trouble getting used to that because I I'm a console plebe too. So like coming mm-hmm. going to that 60 frames per second, I was like, whoa, everything is like weirdly smooth, like too smooth. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of that. It could just be the frame rate that's messing me up. So if I just stick with it, I'm sure I'll get it eventually. Oh, it's hard going back to two after playing three just because of how smooth everything is. Like, oh my god. I, I'm in love with three. Two is my favorite. Three came out, and now it's just like, this one is my child. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like so much about three? Like, from Is it just a pure mechanics point of view? Because I feel like that's the best playing Souls game that they, they've made it to date. Yeah, I think it, it's definitely mechanics. Like, it feels like uh, I, from what little I played of Dark Souls, it feels like they took the best from Dark Souls and the best from Two, and now they've got they like figured things out, and now it's working a lot better. The movement feels smoother. I like all the weapon arts. It's just I okay. You know what? This is it. I learned how to parry. I can finally parry people in three. <laughs> I could never parry people in two. My first par- successful parry in three, I was just like, this game is it. This is my game. I love this game. <laughs> you know, a lot of people so it, it comes down a lot of people say that their favorite Souls games is, is their first Souls game, but maybe there's a theory, mm-hmm. maybe there's like a like something that we can prove where it's actually the first game that they learn how to parry in. 
Yeah, <laughs> at least for me. Like, I'll always be attached to 2 because it's the very first uh, PlayStation game I ever, like, went through and got platinum on. So I was very proud of myself for that. Like, here's this traditionally hard game, and I did everything I could do in it. Uh, I actually wrote down how many hours I have logged into 2, and it's it's a big number. Are you going to – you have to uh, share with the class. You I, can't drop that and then, like, it beats uh, boys. <laughs> It's 497 hours wow. over three characters. Is that counting and, uh, uh, Scholar as well on the PS4, or is that just the PS3 version? That's just the PS3 version. I didn't even look at it before. I think I only have like 24 hours logged in the PS4. Well, as, as long as you're over the 500 mark. That's all I'm concerned about. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely over 500. <laughs> and uh, yeah, two feels good. It got me. I'm hooked. Ever. so obviously you're like a, a big fan of the mechanics of these games like do, mm -hmm. do you get hooked into the lore stuff at all oh my god yeah like the lore is just blows my mind i always go back through and uh read all the items and then hop online and be like okay i had a something let's figure this out <laughs> what uh like the way that dark souls tells its story is kind of different from just about every other video game mm -hmm. out there like did it take you a while to pick up on the fact that especially with Dark Souls 2, where, like, basically every item description is, it's old, fam! Like, that's the only thing that you can hear, but, um, like, did it take you a while to pick up that, hey, I should be reading the descriptions on these things, or I should be looking this stuff uh, up, there's more information than the game has given me? Not so much, because I had some people tell me, like, you know, read the items, that's where the story is. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But I think about halfway through, I really started reading all of the items and picking apart, like, the story in it. It's just such a cool way to tell it because it's like you're unearthing all of these things about because you don't know what's going on. You're just like, hey, you're told by some random lady, go uh, go do the thing. It's like, yeah, I'll go do the thing. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> thinking about the like the first hour and a half of Dark Souls 2, like there's the old ladies that laugh at you. There's, yeah. there's the chick that just gives you random stuff. There's like the sad guy that tells you some other stuff. And then there's the talking cat. <laughs> oh, the talking cat. I always would come back and visit her every time I was in Majula, even though her dialogue never changed. It's just like, I love you, talking cat. You're my best friend. You think I smell nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only time it changes is when uh, you finally like get the crown or whatever, and she's like, oh, so that's what you do now. It's not that important. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. It's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I just want you to notice me, Senpai. She's like, nah. <laughs> Do you have like a like a, a favorite particular storyline or NPC plot or something from any of the games? Uh, like if you if could you choose one? I I don't think I can choose one. They're all so good. Uh, crap. Oh, I really liked uh Luca Teal. Um, it was sad watching her sanity just crumble away the farther along you got. And I think she was the most flushed out of the NPCs in two mm -hmm. for me. And it was just like, no, Luca Teal. And then when you finally, you know, I think it was like in uh, Aldia's Keep, you get invaded by your brother. And it was like, oh, this is sad. Yeah, yeah. This game's sad. And if you did like all of the quests up to there, I think you find her dead body right before that, like implying that her, yeah. her brother totally murdered her. Like, and that's like she, not great. She found him and he kills her. And it's just like, no, <laughs> why did you do this to me? Why? 
you, you mentioned um, that you hadn't played all of Dark Souls 1, that you had kind of gotten mm-hmm. part of the way through it. What was it like going through Dark Souls 3, which is leans pretty heavily on the lore from Dark Souls 1, as far as like you knowing things like Andre and Solaire and you know the right. Abyss and all this other stuff that's barely <laughs> even mentioned in Dark Souls 2? Right. Uh, seeing Andre in the beginning was cool because I knew I got far enough to get Andre in the first one. I was like, oh my god, it's this guy and I haven't seen him forever. This feels great. And then it probably wasn't as big of an impact to me as it was for anyone who played all of the first game. But I knew enough about the story from reading up on it that I caught a lot of the references. And then anything I thought, you know, like this might be referencing such and such, I go and look it up. So it was good. It I liked that it didn't really lean it's they didn't bring up too much from the second game. Which is kinda sad because I like the second game, but they brought up just enough to make me happy. We'll we'll have to uh, wait for uh Dark Souls four for the Dark Souls two sequel that we've all been looking for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just gonna exactly. they're gonna uh like leapfrog it every year or every other game release. Yeah, there you go. I, I will admit two isn't fantastic story-wise it's very disjointed i it's just it has that special love for being my first souls game Mm -hmm. like going back i can pick out like oh this is weird this feels very like rushed and wonky and the plot's kind of but i love you know the more the more time i spend away from dark souls 2 uh the more and more that Mm -hmm. i kind of enjoy not only like how they told that story and like these weird little short stories specifically when it comes to like mm-hmm. the DLC um, but also with like Lucatil like Lucatil doesn't really have an effect on the world as a whole like she's just like this no. individual story all by herself and that's the fact that they made that kind of powerful and interesting just by itself I find really really cool but even the overarching was- plot like the further I get away from it the more I like it <laughs> so I don't yeah like Finding Vendrick was so cool. I was like, oh my god, here's this guy that I've kind of been chasing this whole time. And then you see what happened to him, and it's just sad and depressing. And uh, you find uh, the Shield of Want in Dark Souls 3, mm-hmm. and the item description for that made me really sad, because it, it like references that Vendrick was this power-hungry king that didn't care for his people and it's like Nishandra got what she wanted that's how she wanted Vendrick to be remembered when he had gone to try and help his people he was trying to do good and figure out how to stop this plague of undead so it's just interesting seeing just how history was written and carried on yeah there's there's several item descriptions in, in Dark Souls 3 that make it seem like it's almost like they they're making fun of Dark Souls too in some way. Yeah, <laughs> like which I, it's a, I like that. I, I can get on board with it's, that. It's it's a weird <laughs> thing to do when like I, I would understand it if like I don't know like another software company made Dark Souls two and like they were like given a wink like oh ours is all, are always better right but like no dog you made the game <laughs> like if you're making fun of the game you're making fun of yourselves for putting that stuff in the game I don't like it's it's fine it's, like, it's funny but yeah it's it's just weird. It's like, does everybody really hate Dark Souls 2? And they or they think everyone hates it, so like, ah, oh, we'll make a jab at it. Everybody will love this. This is great. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so you, we mentioned Bloodborne, and then kind of breezed past it. Um, mm-hmm. Where does where does Bloodborne oh, yeah. fit in for your your love of the Soul series? Like, because it's such a dramatic departure <sighs> in the mechanics. Okay, so I didn't finish Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it 
last November and it was just so different. Like the controls, it was really, really hard for me to come from Dark Souls 2 and jump into Bloodborne. Because I've been playing Dark Souls 2 like religiously up until I got my PS4. And uh, it was fun. Like the storytelling in it is ridiculous. Um, I definitely was picking up the Lovecraft vibes and I was loving it because I, I I'm a big fan of Lovecraft. So I was eating that up. Um, I got... What is it? Once you defeat Rom, you can go back to the Cathedral Ward and fight the Bloody Crow of Canehurst mm-hmm. to finish Eileen's questline. And I got stuck on him. And I didn't want to keep going with the game until I beat him. I just got very fixated on, I need to beat this asshole. He hurt Crow Mom. I love Crow Mom. I can't <laughs> let him get away with this. <laughs> and so, so like, Thanksgiving... You know, my family's over. I was like, okay, well, you, you guys have fun. I need, I'm just going to spend like 10 minutes trying to beat this guy. And like half hour later, I come out of my room. I'm just angry because I died like 20 times. <laughs> you just come so into I the kitchen like, a- give me some turkey. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I need food. <laughs> and I said, I didn't touch it until, uh, oh, what was it? December. Like I said, okay let's ring in the new year by uh beating this asshole i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and i tried twice died horribly put it down didn't touch it again till uh june i picked it up and i beat him my first try and i was just like oh my god <laughs> oh my god i did it i what oh. what like that was the greatest feeling. all you needed to be was like six or seven months older they were just waiting for you to mature right? enough to be able to handle the fight <laughs> <laughs> and then I set the game down and didn't touch it again because I was busy with school stuff. But uh, just uh, last week, I decided, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start a new character on Bloodborne, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna go through it because I decided that uh, October was gonna be for Bloodborne, but I got a jump start on it by like two three days, and I couldn't put it down. And uh, I'm currently I can get. Oh god, I think I can go ahead and get one or two of the endings right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to get the uh, the harder to get ending where you need the umbilical cords. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I totally skipped the upper cathedral ward. I was like, I know I'm missing something. There's something I need to do. I need to go somewhere. And I realized, oh, that item that I kept telling myself to go back and grab, where there was a drop down, get the key. I'd forgotten to go do that, yeah. so I ran into that. So I'll be doing that like tonight probably but uh it's blowing my mind i love it it's frustrating and fun and it's sad it's so sad it's a it's a downer of a game a little bit like i love it don't get me wrong like it's it's very good but like if you incorporate everything that happens in that game and the dlc and everything like it's Mm -hmm. basically like blood bummers like it's just it's such a a bummer of a game (laughs) it's so sad like god everything is horribly depressing in that game and it's just like i just wanted to you know get here to my sickness not run around killing eldritch horror terrors <laughs> but you know like i love the beast designs in that game so much like the werewolves still freak me out even like running through central yarnum and i can like get them in two hits they still scare the crap out of me and i'll like run from them when they jump at me fantastic i love it it's like ooh, uh, this is a horror game this is spooky i like how 
like even your character's design like even the player character is like just slightly off a little bit like your your arms are too yeah. long like your hands are yeah. too long like it's there's just like everything is just off kilter enough to make you feel uncomfortable like no matter where you're looking and that really really that, that unsettledness like just really works for me i love it it's fantastic i'm also doing like chalice dungeons and they're horrifying and awful and uh when i started playing my uh playstation plus membership had gone out so i was completely alone for the bosses i was like oh can i do this i really want help fighting the bosses because i remembered Gascoin gave me a lot of trouble in the beginning and uh being able to beat him on my own was very good it felt good i was like okay i can do this i can fight these bosses on my own and so I'm going to try and not summon anybody in for bosses for the rest of the playthrough, even now that I have access to that option. Well, if, you, um, if you're if you into Chalice Dungeons... Uh... I'm going to get help for Chalice Dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> Main story, I'm going to go it alone. Maybe if it gives me trouble, I'll start doing uh, Summon Phantoms. Because yeah. their AI is so bad. They're just there as like meat shields to keep the pressure off. Yeah, don't even... like The, the ones that they put in the Chalice Dungeons when the old hunters came out. Oh my god. Yeah, no. they're, they're not great. <laughs> <laughs> like no. the queen killer is probably like he looks weird and crazy like he looks amazing but like it's it's yeah he's not that great of a fight yeah chalice dungeons i ring my back and bell the second i started <laughs> up i'm just like if somebody's willing to help me through this i am yes please help me because i hate chalice like i love and hate chalice dungeons they're fun but they're also just it gets a bit repetitive, but the bosses are good. Yeah, they most of the bosses are good. The 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 thing about Chalice Dungeons is that it's such a great idea that was like mm -hmm. like eighty percent there, <laughs> like, and they made them <laughs> yeah. better. Uh, like eventually, like they got to the point where you know you didn't need to do like twelve Chalice Dungeons to get the item that lets you be able to summon people in the Chalice Dungeons. Yeah. And, you know they let you know they kind of standardize things to make co-op a lot easier and all this other stuff. Like they made it easier. And they made it more fun, but like, man, that could be so much better than it is. Right. And then reusing uh, the Bloodletting Beast was, or was it Bloodstar? It's both. It was Bloodstar. <laughs> it's bo which, which is the one that's like flayed open and has like the skin flaps. That's the Bloodstarved. Blood okay. Yeah. That's Bloodstarved. But they reuse a lot that, like... of the bosses in the main, from the main game. So <laughs> Yeah. Which is fine because they're really cool. But the bloodletting beast like blew my mind when I got in that fight. I was like, "Look at this cool big guy that's just ugh. yeah, yeah." I, I like the monster design. Like they get a little busy with their design sometimes. So like if you're yeah. like right up in the middle of uh like the why did I just almost want to say the Celtic beast? That's not the beast. It's the cleric oh, beast. Uh, cleric <laughs> yeah. beast. Celtic beast is the Bloodborne two that takes place in Northern <laughs> Ireland. Um, there you go. But yeah, sometimes like you get just this, like visual confusion, like you just kind of like or like, well, where am I on the screen? But uh, just looking at them, I I really really enjoy it. Oh yeah, it's so much fun. Uh, I finally encountered um, earlier this week. I encountered the uh, Winter Lanterns. I think that's what the they're winter called. Winter Lanterns. Yeah. I hate those <laughs> so much. I hate them so much. Um, I actually, I, I started streaming this playthrough for a friend on Twitch, and, like, I had, like, two views, and the other, Monday night, I had, like, uh, nine people watching me, and it was such a cool feeling. I was like, wow, 
there's two people I know here, but then the rest, I don't know these people. They're strangers that are interested in listening to me scream about these <laughs> these freaking winter lanterns. And but yeah, I call them scary friends because yeah, they, they come in for a hug. They are very <laughs> scary, man. They're they're probably like up there with the scariest enemies in the game. Like as far as yeah. yeah. They're they're awful because like you hear that song, it's just I get so tense. Like I tense up immediately the second I hear them singing. It's like uh uh-uh, uh, do not want. I don't want this. I am not about these brain beasts coming in for a hug. Yeah, they're not they're not great. <laughs> they're not no, fun. I don't want to hug the lantern. I don't want to hug. They're him. not fun ladies at all. Um, <laughs> you, you mentioned you still had a PS3 hooked up. Have you ever gone back to Demons yes. to to see the origin of the series? Uh, I picked up Demons back in July, but I haven't touched it since, like, buying a copy. It's like, I will come back to you after I finally beat Dark Souls. So I'll kind of, like, go back in time a bit. Sure, yeah. Um, Dark Souls. I really want to get this story. My first experience with Dark Souls, like, running around, I was going through like the first area and I get invaded like within 10 minutes I'm like you know what I bet nobody plays this anymore and I get invaded right away I'm like oh my god I'm not used to these controls you know they're basically the same I'm just not used to the timing I'm invaded what am I gonna do and the guy's name was like some form of mild-mannered Pate like some weird spelling of it and he comes running up to me dressed like Pate from two I'm just like oh my god this is not gonna end well and he stands in front of me and then I get a message on PSN. I'm like, oh, God. So I open it up. He's like, hey, follow me. I'm like, uh, I don't want to. He's like, follow me or I kill you. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> and so I follow him to the shopkeeper that's there. It's like old jerky guy. And he's like, I'm like, okay, what, what are we doing in front of this guy? He's like, kill him. I'm like, no. He's like, yeah kill him or i kill you i'm like no i need to buy i am love this is awesome i don't even it doesn't even have to end well i just love this so much yeah and he's like i needed to buy like an upgrade tool from him that i had been like grinding through the level to get souls i'm like no i'm still like three thousand souls short of buying these items i need and he's like okay and so after that message he drops something and i pick it up and it's freaking the soul of manus and gwen's soul he's like pop those souls i'm like oh my god he's giving me these boss souls so he may have been hacked or something i don't know or he just had them and so i i use the souls i buy the items i need and he's like kill him <laughs> i was like oh no i told he's like you need to kill him now i'm like okay okay so i kill him get the item he drops and then the guy's just like very good and then he left he just left after making me kill the shopkeeper and like giving me all these ridiculous items just a bunch of like minor boss souls i think he gave me like a fully upgraded crystal like long sword it was ridiculous <laughs> and that was my first invader encounter for dark souls and it was magical that is ab- absolutely fantastic <clears throat> like i yeah, I need to get back to it. I'll never have quite as great of an encounter, but still, I need to get back to that game soon. After I beat Bloodborne, I'll probably go back to that. There was something weird about Dark Souls 1 that kind of inspired that weird, like, I, I, don't, I don't even know how to describe it, like those weird, like, kind of roleplay almost things where, like, yeah. people are making up their own weird games and, like, rule sets. <laughs> 
to to like challenge people with like it's so weird that the, he would like demand you to go kill like this random guy at the beginning of the game like that's such a weird thing yeah. to do like why like I, I get it like I think he wanted I got a cool katana that I'll never use and like maybe that was it but I don't know maybe just like intimidating newbies and then giving them cool junk like and just coming from two and knowing who Pate is I'm like this is not gonna end well for me like <laughs> <laughs> he's not great no he's not a good guy no. but it, it, was a, it was quite the encounter i had i am so jealous of you so just to make sure i understand <laughs> like you haven't finished bloodborne yet you haven't no. finished dark souls one yet and you haven't even touched nope. demon souls no so i have a lot of fun that i can get into. yeah yeah we're gonna need to get you like back on the show in like a year to get you to get, yeah. get your like finished well, opinions on everything yeah, once I finish those, I'll I'll definitely let you know on Twitter or something. Be like, hey, I did this and it blew my mind. <laughs> like, I I really want before the month is over, I want to have platinum Bloodborne minus the like DLC because I'll have to wait on the DLC for a little while. But if I can just, I want that platinum and I want a platinum Dark Souls three. I'm in new game and i need to get to like new game plus plus or something because the rings they added all the oh, rings yeah throughout new game. been there done that so i'm slogging through yeah, that it's not it's not super fun to do that i was actually playing three before we started talking <laughs> so <laughs> it's like if i'm not playing bloodborne i'm getting back onto my new game character for three where would um like over the last couple of weeks like miyazaki has done some interviews and they've kind of gone out there and said like, yeah, we're going to do an armored core and we're going to do this weird stuff and we're going to do all this thing. But like, if there's a dark souls four, like maybe Miyazaki won't do it, but from software would like where as a big fan of the series, which I can kind of tell you are from just the enthusiasm <laughs> in your voice, like where would you like to see them go with either dark souls or just with new games or, or whatever? Like what's your, what's your dream game from, from software at this point? I just, I want dark souls forever. <laughs> just give me dark souls. I am I'm a slut for Dark Souls. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's the medieval setting. I love it. Like I know people have bounced around like, oh, it'd be cool to have like Dark Souls in space. It's like that that'd be cool, but I like the medieval feeling. Mm -hmm. It's it's just so I don't know. You don't have cool fancy guns or anything. You're very bare bones with your equipment. And uh I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Armored Core either, so I have... Uh, I just want more Dark Souls, honestly. Give me more Bloodborne, too. I love that. Same. Like, I'd, I'm looking forward to the next two DLC packs that we're going to get because it's more oh more God, Dark Souls, yeah. but, oh, man. I'd, my dream would be to have another Bloodborne before the end of the generation. Oh, like, no. mm, that would be like, That would be great. When Miyazaki said, when he said he wasn't going to do any more Dark Souls, it's like, no, you have to. Please. <laughs> this is, like, crack to me. You can't just make I think that even if uh, like because Miyazaki wasn't really that attached to number two and I, I think I right. think that even if if I think if he got his team and back like the Dark Souls 2 team back and they did Dark Souls 4 like I would be 100% on board like as long as it comes from, oh, from yeah. software like I just don't want them to farm it out exactly. to like whoever makes dating games for Namco like I don't want that to happen <laughs> right right I don't want that either. although a, a, a Dark Souls dating game I will admit like I would probably play that I would at least check it out once <laughs> I mean I'd play it if you could date the mimic <laughs> <laughs> good 
Yeah, if you could date the mimics, that would make that game the best game ever. Okay, I'm I'm all in now. <laughs> <laughs> I would throw so much money into any content for that. I mean, I can put a hat on the mimic. I can buy him clothes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or if you could just be the mimic, like at that point, like just yeah. be the mimic. <laughs> like the uh, the mimic helmet in three. I laughed so hard when I got that thing. I was like, this this is so goofy and awful I love yeah the it. fact that they've they've gone out of their way to put that in like every single game so far has just been is, mm-hmm. is so good and i think in in one like the tongue like hangs out of the mouth but like it doesn't have any physics yeah. applied to it but in two and three like if you run around like the tongue like waggles it's like flailing. oh it's so gross and so hilarious that's awful <laughs> i love it it's so much fun <laughs> oh man that's good well nikki thank you so much this hour has like flown by for recording yeah. like this is this is incredible it, um can you tell people where they can find you on the internet? Yes, I I am on Twitter and it's um, at Lost Panda, and it's it's my personal Twitter. I'm trying to talk more soul stuff. I just don't have many people to talk soul stuff with. So I can uh, there. I can fix that problem for you <laughs> very quickly. Fantastic! <laughs> like I, my friends probably get tired of me talking about souls because like, so what you do? Did you try this thing? And they're like, ah. <laughs> And then um, I have a Tumblr called uh, Drank Souls, because I think I'm funny. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just, it's my side blog, but again, I would love to talk souls there. Um, And then I have a Twitch that I sporadically will do some streaming, and that is, uh, it'll be under, god, what's my Twitch name? It's Niku Butts, so it's N-I- K K U B U T T S. Nikubas. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, thank you. So, thank you yeah. very much for being on the show. I, I really appreciate you coming on and talking thank to me. Thank you for having me. And, um, I love talking about souls. Yeah. I can keep going for three hours. That's how much <laughs> I love Dark Souls. <laughs> I'm going to go play Dark Souls or Chalice Dungeons. Oh, God. <laughs> I took a break from playing Dark Souls to be on a podcast to talk about dark souls and now i'm going back to playing yeah, more dark souls i'm going back excellent excellent <laughs> it's, yes. it's well that done. in between jobs life i have all this time for dark souls <laughs> you got to get it while the getting's good right <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i've been your host jeremy greer you can find me on twitter at jg greer you can find this podcast on twitter at dgus podcast you can also find this podcast on Tumblr and Instagram and Facebook and probably like 18 social networks that have been created since the time we recorded and the time that this episode will come out. Um, thank you, everybody, for sharing the episodes. We've gotten some new iTunes reviews and all that stuff, and that's always really, really appreciated. If you have the time, go do that. If not, then just listening is perfectly fine. And always remember, don't give up Skeleton. Hey there, you're hearing my voice because there's an extra section at the end of this episode and I didn't want you to miss it. Pay attention through the Bloodborne music until we get to Nikki's experiences with the old hunters. Thanks. Well, tell me about Bloodborne. Bloodborne is the most amazing game that's ever been created, and I love it, and I want to marry it, and if it was a person, oh, day. <laughs>
that, so, that got um, really weird really fast. <laughs> like blood porn. <laughs> um the last time we spoke, remind me where you were with Bloodborne, because oh. I, I seem to remember that you had played most of it, but you still had to do like some cleaning up, and then you hadn't touched the DLC. That's right. Right. I had to. Uh, I still needed to fight Gervin and summon the Moon Presence, because I had the umbilical cords, and I think at that point I had gotten. Uh, no, no, I, I don't even remember. I fought. Murgo's wet nurse, which was pretty cool, and then I went and fought the Briatus, and I was so excited about uh, the Upper Cathedral Ward and its the chandelier with like the five werewolves on it. Like I'd seen yeah, yeah. a like clip of that, and I was like, "Werewolf chandelier!" I'm so excited for the werewolf chandelier. <laughs> and for some reason, I'd been thinking it was on the way to Murgo's loft, so I was really disappointed when I got there. I was like, "Where's my damn werewolf chandelier? This isn't fun anymore." And I look it up, and I skipped getting the key to the upper cathedral ward so i went back and did all that and there was my world chandelier it was the best 10 seconds of my life <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of a set piece though like when it crashes down and there's just yeah. rules coming at you and they've got weird they, blue eyes and you're like what the hell right? the, i know what red eyes mean but blue eyes what <laughs> right and then they come at you and it's terrifying and so i run back into like the room i'm like they can't get through the door and one of them lunges and like tweaks out and gets through the door and i'm like shit this is the worst day <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i did all the cleanup and got the uh the true ending and i was like great i'm a squid baby now this is this is good <laughs> <laughs> i'm a squid baby now I that ending so is really mad. weird i was so mad at that ending and uh, a friend of mine she'd watched uh, a bunch of lord is from uh vati and she's like mm. you have to get you have to get the true ending you gotta go get it and i'm just like okay well that's my plan she's like okay but you gotta tell me when you get it because i'm so mad i'm like oh, okay okay and i get it and then the first thing i do is sex i am so fucking mad right now <laughs> 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 like, it was a really good ending but i was so mad at the same time I want to play like the I want I want the Bloodborne sequel to pick up when you're a baby squid and then you Ooh. have to like level up and turn yeah. like slowly turn back into a human. I don't know what like the mechanics <laughs> of that would be, but starting up Bloodborne two when you're literally a baby squid would be like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it would be. I mean, just let me be a baby squid, or you could like get the healing church to like create a new church around you, and then you get you know you're gonna be like an elder god. It's great. That, Actually, you know, they, you know, with Dark Souls 3, they kind of set it up so that you, like, played all of the previous player characters as, as the yeah. end Like, doing that with Bloodborne 2, where you basically fight, like, a giant grown-up squid that you, that the oh. player character in Bloodborne turned into would be actually kind of cool. That would with a whole really church around cool. it. Like, yeah, that's a great idea. Because <laughs> before, we've just been fighting, like, uh, left-behind old ones. Well, like, Abriatus, she was left behind, and mm -hmm. it's like, oh, man, I felt so bad beating her up. Cause I kind of cheesed her on accident. I was like, "Well, that's that." <laughs> it seems like, um, oh man, fuck a brightest man, like fuck that chick. <laughs> I, was I just went in with someone... like a cannon. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm gonna hit her with this cannon, and then I brought in the NPC summon, which is like garbage. He's just a meat shield, and yeah. then she just kept doing this weird turn, and I was behind her the entire time. Like, oh well, I guess I'm just gonna hit her ass the whole time. Her <laughs> butt. I don't. I don't know. That sounded really bad. <laughs> I um I was just telling somebody about this with uh when the game came out 
everybody on my Twitter feed was saying like how easy a brightest was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's like, I'm, I'm like literally throwing myself at this, at this monster for hours. Like yeah. it's not working for me. I was literally safe scumming it. Like, cause I'd, <laughs> I would just start up the PS4, upload my save, start the fight with 99 blood vials, mm-hmm. play until I run out of blood vials. Oh my God. Quit the game, download my save, <laughs> be back at 99 Blood Vials, and then just start. That's I must have done that like though. six times. Yeah, oh it was ridiculous. God. That was when the, of course, back then the uh, Blood Vial limit was much lower. Like you could only hold 99 in your like oh, wow. inventory or whatever, like your warehouse, your uh, box. Whatever. Oh man, because now it's like 600, and I've burned yeah. through that. Like I remember my first go at the Bloody Crow. Uh, I had like 300 blood vials, and over the course of like three days, I, I depleted it completely. Just like, <laughs> oh my god, this, this asshole. <laughs> I have a I have a terrible memory um, most of the time. So like, as we're doing these shows, like mm-hmm. as I'm recording stuff, I make notes so I, I can eventually make show notes later without having to listen to the whole podcast again. That's good. And uh, I'm I'm looking at your notes, and um, there's just. <laughs> There's a line in here that says Bloodborne colon Chromom. And then I wrote ha 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 right afterwards. I wasn't going to bring yes. it up except. except I love Chromom. Uh, <laughs> if you just mentioned the Bloody Crow again, and I was like, yep. Oh man, I got my revenge on that asshole last night though. Uh, oh yeah? Yeah, I was really kind of worried taking him on in New Game Plus because I'm running through New Game Plus now. And that's what I've been mm-hmm. streaming. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to go try. I'll probably die and it'll be fine. And, and I don't know. I just lucked out. I got a bunch of parries. He was being really predictable. And I hit him with numbing mist so he couldn't heal halfway through. And I was just like, I saved Crowbomb! <laughs> Only for her to die later. But, you know, it, it was, you know, I, you got to do it for Crowbomb. You got to do it. Yeah. Because she tells you not to. And it's like, what do we do? Our moms tell us to do something. We we do the opposite. <laughs> do exactly the opposite. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's why she's a crow mom. You know? Well, I'm excited to hear your opinions on the DLC because oh my God. Um, <laughs> if you think that Bloodborne, the main game, is like the best game of all time, I, like the DLC <laughs> has to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I think the DLC like compounded my love for like the main game. Like there's just so much that's happening. Like just waking up in the church and stepping out and it's like wait it's like daytime like what what what's going on it's not (laughs) night it's not dark and spooky anymore it's just kind of like weird and then there's that hunter that just rushes you i'm like holy shit this guy means business and it that first area leading up to the cathedral probably took me about an hour and a half because i was just being so timid about going places it's like i didn't Mm -hmm. know it's all new like what am I doing here? I've, oh my god! It was... I really enjoy it when they make DLC that changes the main game a little yeah. bit, or that takes that that changes it, but that takes areas from the main game and kind of remixes them a little bit. Yeah, like going through this area, like with it, like knowing where everything is basically, mm-hmm. but not knowing where everything is, and like it's, it was so good. Yeah, <laughs> like, like they, it's so they, much fun. They tweaked it just enough, and it's like, wait, I should be here, but now this turn is gone. But well, oh, yeah. and now there's all this stone and there's guys, and they're very angry with me for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you get up to the the church, well, the cathedral, and that giant like monster just busts out the door and kills those guys. Like, yeah. what is this thing? Holy crap! I was so afraid of that guy. I love that the thing is like 
it's got like an obvious Cthulhu face. Yes. But like it's still dressed up. Like it's still like wearing clothes. Like that really works for me for some reason. Like the implication there is like it was already like dressed and then it turned into this thing. Or does this thing like literally wake up in the morning and And like pick up this giant hammer? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Time to go to work, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta clean the tentacles on my nose. Gotta make sure they're all clean for the day of work. (laughs) Right. I better practice my chanting because he like he does some like weird summon thing. Well, he uses like a spell if you get too close to him. Yeah, yeah he has a. Cool. You should let yourself try to get grabbed by him too. He's got a pretty cool grab attack. Oh but... dang! I'll, I you know what? I will do that after this because <laughs> what do I got going on today? Bloodborne <laughs> and Dark Souls. Okay. Just another six Saturday, right? Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be great. <laughs> But like uh, the other thing that I liked was uh, the townspeople. They had like bloody cloths over their faces, and that took me a few times to notice. I was just like, "Holy crap, we're in olden times!" And just the, yeah, the yeah. descriptions for like the old hunters' gear, like they thought the scourge crept up the right leg. Like I, I love stuff like that. Like that's so oh, know, stupid, right? but I'm eating it up, and it's like because that's like stuff that people just thought back in like the 1600s you know it's like ah yeah they just had some real bad ideas about medicine yeah oh you just got bad blood we just need to remove your bad blood right good blood (laughs) like that's not a good idea (laughs) right and it's like the bad blood will creep up your right leg so let's just you know we'll we'll tie a belt on it and then if you're fancy we'll put like a leg brace because metals will ward off the blood it's like what (laughs) that makes sense i guess (laughs) I think it's the old hunter gear that has like the cool brace on the left leg. Yes, or, I yeah, love it. Yeah. Like and its stats aren't that great, but I'm just like I love the brace. It's so cool. Because like if I'm remembering right, that's where you jam in the blood vial, right? When you heal yourself. Oh. So like yeah. that leg would obviously probably need a little bit more support if you're just jamming a blood vial in there all the that's time. That's right. I didn't even think of that. That is so cool. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's a really like God, all of I the love new... this game. Just little touches yeah. like that make all the difference all of the new stuff that they put in like all the clothes and stuff are so good it makes me sad that there's just that dlc and now it's done and i was like oh but i'm really excited to play it again so (laughs) yes it really doesn't sound like they're gonna do another one too like Mm -hmm. it just breaks my heart like i like that i like that it exists don't get me wrong but like and at a certain point we don't need sequels for everything but like right just one more Give me like uh, Bloodborne two and do what you did with Dark Souls two and give us three DLC packs. <laughs> they just need to make um, a DLC pack for the new Red Dead game that just all Cthulhu stuff, and I'll be happy. Oh, like, yeah, there you, know, you go. That'll work. It'll probably still be bad. It won't be Bloodborne. It won't be. But what did you uh, when you when you walk into those steps and you go into the area where you fought uh, Vicar Amelia and you mm-hmm. see like that giant. <laughs> <laughs> obviously a like, boss fight coming but not really <laughs> yeah i like took two steps and then i'm like uh-uh i'm not ready for this so i go out and i summon a guy because i'm like i don't know what's happening i i don't know what's going on I, I didn't look up anything for the dlc so i have no idea what i'm getting myself into and then this guy shows up and then he's like all right we're gonna go fight this thing and i we, we walk in and i just grab a thing off the altar I'm like oh i guess this wasn't and he's like oh she wasn't okay so then he leads me off to the side and 
we traverse the like blood swamp and run all through there and it's all just so gross and awesome and all the giant tick monsters i'm just like oh <laughs> yeah they're that that whole blood river thing with the ticks just yeah you could see it just being such a natural phenomenon like you could probably like if you just put a camera there you could do one of those like fast forward five years and yeah like that would be super gross it would be super (laughs) gross i hate those things they're so nasty i I think the worst part of the takes is that the like their tongues will extend and just stun you to death that's like stop it stop that you keep that to yourself And, like, you run so into gross. a blood-starved beast in, like, this cave, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah, after the machine gun guy. Yeah. Which is quite a surprise, and he's kind of a son of a bitch, too. Like, right? He can keep you stun-locked for a while. I was very grateful to the uh, the guy that I summoned in, because he stuck with me for the long haul, and he let me do all the exploration. Like, he understood, like, oh, this is this person's first time coming through here. So he just kind of held back until things got dicey, and then... He'd like rush ahead and like don't don't go there like with the blood star beast he's kind of like don't you gotta watch out <laughs> that was really nice and then fucking the boss fight for that area blew my mind like uh ludwig i was just like oh this is this is fun this is good we're in it let's do this in the break in the middle <laughs> yeah yeah, that's oh, that man. may be like my best souls moment of all time. When that when the music starts up and he yeah. pulls out the moonlight great sword and starts talking to it like it's his girlfriend, like yeah, yo, yo that is so fucking good. Like it oh so man, cool. it gives me shivers even thinking about that music. Like I'm so excited to play it again in New Game Plus. Like I'm I'm at the point now we're doing the DLC. I should probably get doing that because uh, I'd already uh, had gotten the. Uh, the workshop on fire so you don't get any of the little extra dialogue from the doll for beating the dlc because she's like go talk to german go talk to german I'm like no I don't. oh i got you okay so i think i'm gonna do that next for my new game plus so i can get the little like i know what the dialogue is already but i want it i need it for myself <laughs> <laughs> i'm being like a completionist with this game it's so great i'm just like oh i don't need you know this cold blood sitting over here but i'm gonna get it damn it and i'm yeah, gonna risk yeah. my life for it <laughs> i have to get every single glowy possible just to make sure that i have everything yeah it's like oh it's it's another bullet your inventory is full it's like i'll be back for you <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my god did you have a do you have any trouble beating uh what's his name the oh, horse you know what? Literally? I did not because since I had had somebody with me halfway through, another guy came in because you know the bell's just still going. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, we were able to take him on pretty easily. Like when pressure got too hard on one of us, uh, the other two would come in and get the pressure off. So it was actually very well coordinated for having no communication with each other. Mm-hmm. Like we just went in and knew what to do. So. I'd like to give that boss a try on my own and just see, because I've heard a lot of complaints about that boss being hell. And I'm just like, well, it was kind of a cakewalk for me. I think I just got two guys that knew exactly what to do with him. Yeah. Yeah. If you get so, two experienced like souls people in there, like if you can, yeah. If you just like, if you just are good enough at dark souls to know like, Hey, I need to trade aggro with these guys and back off yeah. and, attack and not just rush in. Like you can pretty much walk through any boss. with, with Yeah. Like bosses you know, are with, with so people. easy. When you go in like that, it's like, oh, okay, I need to, 
they need to heal, so I need to rush the boss, so they do an attack on me instead. Mm -hmm. It's just you tag team them, basically. Man, you remember how weird it was in Dark Souls 1 that you had to heal your summons, like with your Estus? Oh, yeah. That's a weird system now that you think about it, right? Yeah, <laughs> so I they totally forgot about that because <laughs> I didn't use it much. I was just like, wait, this is the weirdest thing. Coming from like Dark Souls 2 to that, I was like, what? <laughs> so how freaky was the research hall? Oh my god, it blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was so depressing. That entire place was so depressing. Just all the... I get a real strong, uh, I don't know if you've read the book Tommyknockers, but mm -hmm. I get a real strong Tommyknockers vibe off that. There's something about the weird green light and like kind of the weird alien creatures and i don't know man it just like it's it screams a bunch of stephen king to me oh, and <clears throat> their how their heads were pulsing it was just really gross and blood everywhere i'm like oh this is uh this is good this is really good i love that like the the first guy you can talk to in research hall he's like i've lost my eyes i've dropped them in a puddle i'm just like that's funny because i'm gonna guess that you're head is bulging like that because you've got eyes on the inside <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't oh uh, you haven't dropped your eyes at all <laughs> it's so sad like talking to the npcs in that area and they're all like uh the women are they talk very lovingly of lady maria because she she's their caretaker and it's like oh my god i know where i'm headed and what i have to do and i don't want to do it <laughs> i'm gonna take the only joy these poor <laughs> creatures have but it is so, it's so good when um they they like really correctly and like they they when they do it right like when they um what's the word i'm looking for when they like try to preview a boss in the level <sighs> before the boss yeah when they when they get it they get it so good it yeah it was so upsetting sad like i got lost like so much in that place especially after i got to the top and switch the uh the stairwell and like trying to navigate my way back up and trying to find everything it's like, it's like wait i need to be a floor down and, or it'd be like oh no I, I still need to go two floors up like where am i and so i got to see a lot of the research hall <laughs> and there's like all the weird shortcuts with the elevators and yeah all that like, those don't make a whole lot of sense <laughs> like i mean they do but right i, I don't know <laughs> it's, it's very was... confusing in there Speaking of the elevator in that place, I was helping somebody through there, and uh, we'd both hopped on the elevator, and I wanted to show them that there was a secret spot, but at the last second I said, ah, no, they, they probably saw it and don't want to do it, but, so it's like I kind of was going for it, and then turned around really quickly to miss it, but the mm -hmm. elevator glitched, and then sent me flying below it, and I died, <laughs> <laughs> and I get a message, and it's like, what happened? I was like, uh, well, I died, but I'm not sure how. <laughs> it was the nice. most bizarre thing. But That's really funny. It was great. They were just like, where'd you go? I was like, I'm dead. <laughs> did you like the, uh, the boss before Lady Maria, the living failures? I did. I wasn't expecting it because all I knew was like, yeah, you know, research hall, Lady Maria, she's up there. And it's like, oh man, oh man, I'm going to fight later. And I get out into this garden. I'm like, what? going on living failures oh no I, I just think like living failures is such a great boss name right <laughs> like, like it's, it's so, so it's, 
it's so evocative like it it tells you everything you need to know about these creatures in two yeah. words like it's like that baby shoes never worn thing like it's like perfect <laughs> it is i was like so upset but i'm happy to say i got i took them on in one go so i was very proud of myself for that there was lots of shouting though because i was screaming i'm like oh my god guys what do i do and they're like oh see this I'm like okay I can't read any of that, but I got to read their comments afterwards. Like, yes, I did the right thing. This is fantastic. <laughs> that boss light is really fun when they all like kind of coordinate and like summon meteors yeah. down to wail on you. Like that's just real good. I really, really like it. It was it was really fun uh, fighting a boss that I had no idea what to do with because uh, since I previously played Bloodborne like halfway through, there weren't many bosses left that I had like no idea what was coming. That was really cool. It's just like, ah, oh, this is new. What am I doing? Ah! <laughs> and I didn't have help for it, so I, I didn't have, like, other players to look to to be like, all right, should I be backing up now? Should I be doing this? So that was really fun. And then, like, the shortest time between lamps. Right? <laughs> the shortest time between bosses. It's like, <laughs> oh, man, it's like a boss rush. Like, it was so cool. <laughs> you know, there was always the, uh, the Bloodborne God said that there was a chalice dungeon that was supposed to be some sort of boss rush mode oh. that nobody's ever managed to find and i'd, I'd be very what? curious <laughs> to see something like that yeah, yeah like i know a lot of people are just like give us a boss rush for bloodborne because all the bosses are so good except for Mikalash. fuck that guy <laughs> uh, I, I have the weirdest like like he's pretty easy yeah as long as you kind of stay up in his face but like the moment that he does that call from beyond mm -hmm. trick like that's I feel like that one-shots me almost it, every it single one time. It one-shots me because my arcane defense is so bad, and that's, that's how it is. If I don't stay in his face, he'll one-shot me with that, and I just have the worst luck. Like, my first time fighting him, it took me two tries because he hit me with that, and I was like, okay, I know what to look out for. And then second try, boom, done. But then for New Game Plus, it took me, like, five tries. I'm like, why am I so <laughs> unlucky? Like, I was getting mad. I was getting so mad at him. And then you have to run around. Anyway, that's that's not DLC. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> that's not important. <laughs> Lady Maria, though. Oh, God. Lady Maria. <laughs> like, so everyone was talking about her when the DLC first dropped, like, last year. I was like, oh, man, Lady Maria. This is it. This is the boss. I love this boss. And, like, heck, like, at... The local convention around here i bought a lady maria print like someday i'm gonna i'm gonna get to see this is gonna be great i don't know your story at all because i wanted to keep it you know i want it to be new and fresh for me so mm -hmm. i stayed away from spoilers which good me pat myself on the back for that one yeah, I don't but know I how you no that, like, especially on right? Tumblr, like, it, it felt like every single Bloodborne fan on Tumblr was posting, like, their own drawings of Lady Maria about 0.5 right? seconds after they saw her. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, like, it's, I was just staying away from any lore stuff for her, and I didn't watch any, like, of the boss, like, I stayed away from boss fight videos, so I had no idea how that boss fight was gonna, going to go, so it, it took me a long time like uh, like 10 tries maybe it was it was quite a few but i love God. everything about that fight it feels like german 2.0 and the right? best way possible it's like, so I just, good 
and she progressively gets more more and more desperate to you know protect her secret and yeah you know, not let you through so she starts using this blood magic which you know and she hates kind of t- blood magic. yeah exactly like, that she, that like she detests back, but she has to use it like every piece of lore connected to her is that she hates blood magic she's distantly related to the queen of Canehurst castle she hates blood magic like her sword she prefers it because it's skill rather than like the chikage and it's it's like oh oh no she got so desperate that she used this thing that she hates like that's how much she didn't want you to get by mm-hmm. like that rips my heart out and, like steps on it and then like sets it on fire a little bit you know but <laughs> Like, the music for that fight, God, I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then she's beating me up, and I'm like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please keep hitting me. I'm sorry. Please right? keep hitting me. <laughs> like, just crush my skull, please, God. Uh, yeah, that... You, when you posted a, a video of you, uh, like, just completely like wrecking maria with uh perry and repost and yes. uh, just hearing like the 45 seconds of that music was like oh i gotta go play billboard now bye good like <laughs> gotta oh get off twitter <laughs> <laughs> like that was i was so like in shock like she she did that quick step behind the freaking furniture like i thought i hit her i'm like wait is that it wait where'd she go and then i turn around like no where's she where is she what's happening and then I see the blood gathering. I'm like, oh shit! Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I started panicking. Like I know she's gonna she's gonna do something, and it's gonna hurt, and I don't like this. And then man, the, there's something just really fucking metal about like those weird blood attacks that kind of hang in the air and then blow <sighs> up with fire afterwards. Yeah. Like that's just like I want that painted on the side of a van that I can drive around. Right? Town. Like that's it's one of those. Right? Like it's just so. It's cool. It's like using the blood magic was already metal as fuck and then she sets it on fire i was just like jesus (laughs) dial it down a notch right (laughs) right it's like i already idolized you but shit girl i mean come on (laughs) is it getting hot in here or is it just me (laughs) i love her Uh, so much yeah maria is is probably the best except for the next area which is just phenomenal like i hadn't read uh the hp lovecraft book that this oh is kind of based around. man um, see i have and going in i'm like oh no yeah when i well, I've, I've gone back and read it and i remember reading it going like oh yeah so this is exact okay so this yeah. is the fishing bill. okay okay yeah. so this is exactly okay okay <laughs> <laughs> it's so good oh man i almost started crying when the shark giant rushed me i'm like no 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 <laughs> just they're they're like I, they have that like gurgly yell and it's like it's kind of cute because it's like bubbly but they're mm-hmm. not they're not that cute well they're kind of cute but not that cute. it's they're they're all terrifying to me they're, like they're all just terrifying giant awful. giant man sharks are like the worst and then it's Ugh. like the first one's okay you're like all right he killed me okay this sucks kill me again okay this is fine and then i learned like okay i can all right you know when you find a pattern like if i dodge this attack i can hit him and just keep dodging and you're like yeah this is fine and then the other one comes up and he's not a fucking anchor it's like no i don't <laughs> want to be here anymore <laughs> and he's got all his buddies with him it's like because you want to yeah, rush that... that shaman and then he pops up and it's like no 
and it, it, I love that this level really works against like people that play the Souls games because that's the very yeah. first thing that I did was like you see this open area, you know there's going to be enemies around, but you see the mm-hmm. shaman in the middle, and you think to yourself like, okay, I can probably rush over there and get the shaman, and then rush out and then like just deal with these yeah. one by one. But no, 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 they 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 prepared for that. <clears throat> they have a shark giant just for you. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like I I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> these shark giants are god awful. And then did you I, did you uh notice the silhouette of Yarnum in the water, like at the very very beginning? Yeah, isn't that cool? That was so cool. It's that like whole... just a sunken city, or even like I don't know, like a reflection of like I have no idea. Stuff's well, going. um, there is that moment in the first area. Mm-hmm. You can kind of go. I don't remember exactly how it works, but you can kind of go on this little side path, and it's yeah. where you get the. Uh, I think it's where you get the world gig. Oh um, yeah. But there's a there's a thing like, and as you're walking out, yes, of this one little area, it one of the like the, shell, the shell they, it falls. yeah drops from the sky, which is obviously like up above you in this weird dream thing like mm-hmm. it's just so good it's yeah so awesome. oh my god like it fell through and... yeah yeah oh. and then you see like that weird shell thing and you're like what is this <laughs> like, yeah like i've what never is seen anything like here? this <laughs> like what's going on i'm i'm used to like you know wolf beasts like what is this or cthulhu monsters yeah not weird like amphibious shell creatures. yeah like god the dlc is so good it's so good. <laughs> but fuck those two sharks that are uh, that you have to fight to get Maria's weapon <laughs> down in that Ma- well. Like, oh my god, it's the worst. <laughs> I like looked up videos on how to fight those guys because it, it was just not happening. Everyone's like, use the uh, you get the one down, and then when he goes to get his buddy, you hit him with the shaman dagger, and they'll fight each other. Easy, boom. I'm like, yeah, okay. And so I do that, and then. He just starts going. I try to catch up to him, but the animation's too slow. So, like, I'd keep missing, and they'd both jump me, or I'd hit him, and the other one would smack me, or I'd just straight up miss. And so, I, like, my fifth time trying this, I miss. And I'm like, all right, I'm out. So, I rush to the ladder. They're chasing me. I'm just, like, all tense because they're screaming at you. What are you going to do? They're awful shark beasts. And I've already lost, like, hundreds of thousands of echoes to them. And so I, I get up the ladder. I'm like, all right, I've already had this area cleared out by this point. So I rush to the alternate way to get them. I run all through the level, get to the cave, come through there. And then I just start cheesing them with like fire bombs and like poison uh, daggers. And it was awful. It took like 20 minutes. <laughs> it was the worst. I'm like, this sucks. This sucks so bad. But... I uh for my skill build I I rushed this to to get into the DLC so that I could specifically get the Rakuya like yeah. I built the skill build just to get the Rakuya because oh, I wanted man. to I wanted to I wanted like that was gonna be like my PVP character yeah even though I never really did any PVP with it but um I had a friend from the Duckfeed Slack helping me out trying mm-hmm. to get it and we must have done it like twenty times right just trying <laughs> right. to just and just dying over and over again um oh. and. <laughs> Of all of, like, the first, like, maybe ten times, like, we would just make a beeline over there, right? Like, we would run past the Winter Lantern, we'd drop in, and then mm-hmm. we'd, we'd be into it. Except for, like, one time where the Winter Lantern decided to follow us <gasps> and dropped in, dropped in with no! the two man <laughs> yep. yep. It's a party. It was, 
<laughs> yeah, it was it was the worst party. It was not a good party. I mean, she's there to sing. You know, it's a party. <laughs> and get yeah. hugged. Nobody wants to play karaoke with the, with the giant sharks. I promise you. They they uh, all just wanted to hug you. They were so happy you made it to their house party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was not a good situation. Oh, but that was no. what was weird is like we did it like twenty times and that was the only time that it happened. Like some weird AI thing was made made it oh. like, okay, I'm just gonna walk in there and drop down. Winter lanterns yeah. are scary enough on their own, but compounded with two giant shark beasts, I would have been know. crying. <laughs> that is awful. I ended up I feel like, you know, having help for those guys is worse. Cause I ended up trying to help the so helping this guy uh, fight Lady Maria because they had a Lady Maria build. And then I was like, well, now you need her sword. So meet me once you get farther in the DLC. And we, it probably took us 10 tries to get those damn sharks together because we both just kept dying. It was awful. Like, it started out really good and then just snowball and get out of control really, really fast. And we die. So that was like yeah. 20 minutes of trying to help this stranger get this weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very grateful that my friend like kept, because I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I just keep dying. He's like, I keep dying too, man. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. man. And then Orphan of Cause, right? That was sad. That was really, really sad. This like, whole thing uh... of like opening, like going through that and then coming out onto the beach and like going yeah. like, What? And you're yeah. like you can see uh, like earlier in the level, like you can look down at the beach and you see this thing down there, and you're like, "Huh, what's yeah. that?" And then later, it's like, "Oh, okay, that's what that was." Yeah, it's literally a dead god that washed up on the shore. Yeah, Great. and that's so cool. Like they never communicated with this god; it just washed up, but they revered it, and this whole town just kind of went under because of it. And then Bergenworth was like coming and fucked with everybody it's like fuck yeah, this is... i hate the college like after the dlc it's like at first it was like yeah they were just trying to find knowledge and better mankind and now it's like oh these guys were assholes yeah they were straight up like wrecking civilians to yeah you know, like they were their cause yeah they were like drilling holes into the fishing hamlet like residents because they wanted to find the eyes on the inside and it's like uh Come on, I love guys. that this like this provides a better origin story for all of this like weird shit that's happening in Yarnum. Yeah. And as much as I like the Chalice Dungeons from a mechanical standpoint, like mm-hmm. they just completely like made them irrelevant. <laughs> like yeah. you don't yeah. need this like digging into the Pythumerian Thumerian labyrinth or anything like that when you have like the dead god washed up and that's where they started discovering this stuff. Yeah, like <clears> they they were like, ah, oh, there's this dead old one that we're going to go investigate and just ruin this town and get cursed for it. So, you know, it's cool. Because, like, there was an item description where it was saying that uh, the Scourge isn't, uh, it's not contagious. It, it doesn't, like, it's just this thing that's happening. And that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, man. And that makes it even worse because, like, all these, like, just, the healing church tried all these different things to stop the spread, but it's like, it, it didn't matter. Like it was all for nothing. All this torturing of people and Yarnum and stuff like with Yargul, it didn't matter. So. And then the setup of uh, Maria, like throwing away her weapon and like, yeah. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like she's like, I'm done being a hunter and, and just to kind of try and, I don't know, to be just stuck with the research hall to help. 
those poor people that have been experimented on. It's like, God. And man, it makes uh, German look like a creep, right? Like creating yeah. little robots based on his like crush, back his high school crush, basically. Right. <laughs> like, that's really gross. <laughs> like, he is so gross. And already, German, like, he, he seems kind of like a creeper early on when he's telling you about the doll. And he's like, you can use her any way you like. And he whispers, if you if it pleases you and it's like yeah. oh no yeah that's not that's not good german <laughs> i'm taking know. this doll from you and i'm not yeah, gonna do anything <laughs> creepy with her i'm just gonna treat her with so much respect so fuck you old man <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take her and put her somewhere where nobody can like look at her lecherously because that's not right <laughs> that's not cool even with an inanimate magically operated object <laughs> yeah like come on like uh I love the Orphan of Cause fight so much. Like so the, good, so the hard. build up of the music, the and they did just such a wonderful job making like a, a duel fight, which I think Bloodborne yeah. like the best fights in Bloodborne are the duel fights. But they also made it to this weird monster thing too. That they, yeah, they just like halfway they through, that balance. yeah, it like changes and then it gets all these new attacks and it's terrifying. Like I, I was being like very. I'm going to fight every boss on my own unless there's an NPC summon for the main game. And then once I got to the DLC, I was like, I just want to soak this in at, right now and I don't even care. I'm going to get help. I'm going to try it a few times and then it's not happening. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> and it took a long time even with help because I still needed to, you know, figure out the moveset. Like there's just a lot of learning and yeah just the music and i get caught up because he'd do something and be like whoa that was really cool and he'd whip around and kill me i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> if you uh if you haven't if you haven't seen it already uh that dude peeve peverson mm -hmm. um he did a like he went to like new game seven oh, uh, and fought orphan of cause in like full beast mode like with the claws and the oh. beast thing and i think his rule for himself was no uh no parrying or backstabs Oh my god! And I think he streamed for like twenty four hours straight. Oh my to god! This thing. Um, and you can you can watch that. Like mm -hmm. I think that's all archived. But really, just watch the last fight <laughs> when he finally does it. Like it's it's an amazing fight. And I didn't know until watching that that you could actually go out like really really far into the water. Like I thought you yeah. had to step on the beast. But uh, if you go like it's way easier if you don't if you go into the water because you don't get caught up with the dead god corpse. Right. Like uh, this one guy bless him because he kept getting summoned to help me and at first i was like oh it's this dude he like died so fast the first three times and i don't i don't this guy doesn't know what he's doing but by like the 10th time it's like he's trying to usher me in this other uh phantom out into the water and i was like you know what i feel like this guy actually knows what he's doing i didn't take him seriously because he was like a full arcane build and he was just using mm -hmm. magic and stuff and not he didn't even have a weapon and then we go out into the water and suddenly it's like, whoa, this is a whole new world. I can fight out in the water. I had no idea. And that <laughs> helped so much not getting caught up in like the rocks and the corpse. Yeah. And that was when we won. And it was it was good. <laughs> and he just I mean, like the, the orphan of Christ just starts screaming at you. Like right? he's just like really mad. He's so <laughs> mad. And I feel so bad because it's like, I mean, I didn't do it, but I mean. Jeez. But you, you represent the people did that it. did it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, <clears throat> this is why there's a hunter's nightmare. Like, we deserve this for what happened. Like, God. I, uh, 
I came across this interesting theory that uh, the school of Mensis was trying to like summon Kos because like with the one reborn, it looks a lot like the orphan of Kos, just the hmm. skeletal design. And I, I could buy I that because know. the school seemed like they were just like they they were just going fishing, right? Like they were like yeah. they were putting their hook out for any kind of celestial deity yeah. to come along, <laughs> take and, up some bait. <laughs> and like if, if it's Kos, well, he's reborn. Like they're trying to bring him back, but they just fucked up and got this weird thing. So I don't know. I I like that idea. I don't know how if there's much to support that, but that's the fun thing about Bloodborne. Even if there isn't much to support an idea. Like, they, they give you all the pieces so you can kind of form your own story. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the beauty of the Souls games, I think. So. <laughs> and Bloodborne does a really good job of giving you, like, enough clues to actually put together a storyline that yeah. fits all the clues. Whereas, like, something like Dark Souls 3, like, so- sometimes I feel like there's just not enough there to work with. Like, you can right? come up with great ideas, there's just not enough, like, foundation for it. Like Maria's storyline, because uh, she's the exactly. best. God, that fight was so good. Best. I didn't even know she could get a visceral attack on you. And I was so mad when I found out. Because, like, I could have been <laughs> hugged and disemboweled by Lady Maria. Like, <laughs> I am so time. pissed off right now. I am so mad. <laughs> My Twitter got kind of weird for a few weeks. <laughs> 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 well, thank you, Bloodborne DLC, for making my Twitter get all kinds of I follow of weird. Uh, this this one dude on twitter and um i don't know why i follow him it's just one of those random people that he's just been following forever and, yeah uh, for whatever reason like he's he's a real big anime fan <laughs> and like lately he's just been posting pictures of this weird anime that i don't know what it is and just like i just want her to kill me over and over again <laughs> and i'm like okay cool <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah fandoms are weird <laughs> fandoms are super weird, so weird. <laughs> i'm like on the edges of many and now i'm just like I love Bloodborne. Just consume me, please. This is great. Well, thanks again for uh, <laughs> agreeing to be on the show to begin with, and then coming back. And then oh yeah, done. this was this was a lot of fun. I think we recorded an episode that was almost as long as the main episode. So. Oh my god, we did, didn't we? <laughs> to, my, I... to the listeners out there, sorry for the double sized episode. Or hopefully, <laughs> you'll really, really dig it. Uh, <laughs> it, it'll be special it's it's a special occasion i don't, I don't yeah know. yeah it's, it's, yeah we the... get talking about bloodborne so it's, god i love bloodborne i'm just so happy to have experienced it like, yeah it's uh, playing it a little bit today helping a friend out through some challenges made me want to just do a whole other build again so uh, yeah like i i'm excited i'm already planning like another character and it's just like oh it's gonna be good there's so much to do on the horizon for souls games I could play well, these forever. Um, <laughs> where can people find you on the internet, Nikki? Oh, okay. You can find me on. Okay, let's see. There's there's Twitter. It's uh, Lost Panda, and I'll write this up for you so you can put them in like the notes. And then uh, <clears throat> my Twitch is Niku Butts, and I K K U B U T T S. And then uh, I have drank souls which is my soul specific tumblr and then through that you can find my personal tumblr if you care so it's all linked up together so that's i like that after we recorded um 
I found your personal Tumblr and I was like, oh yeah, it's this person <laughs> who I've known for literally years. Like I've been right? saying this name for years. <laughs> like your Dark Souls haters well got me really into PvP. So I was like, this is great. And then I started doing more <laughs> PvP and started getting angry messages and sharing them. Like this is awesome. Making people mad. Just like, uh, yeah. So I didn't even think to tell you that that was me. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for for the listeners out there. Thanks to the, thanks to you for uh, sticking with us through an extra long episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, remember, you can hit at DGUS Podcast on Twitter and pretty much just there. I'm not going to do a big long admin thing. Um, yeah, hit DGUS Podcast on Twitter. Tell a friend, share the episode, leave an iTunes review, and thanks for listening.